I'm Matthias Spiegel. And I'm Ronald Donaldson. And welcome to a shiny episode of... But, but That's, that's a, a Different Story. Headlines. Where we bring you the most interesting headlines from across the globe and expand on them for you, the dear listener. Now let us hear today's headline, submitted by Blockchain Eatery on Twitter. Submit your own headlines to But That's a Pod on Twitter. Bereft Bedazzler embezzles from several sizzlers. In the world of fast food and chain restaurants, one stands a giant amongst men. Do you know which one that is, Ronald? Well, if I had to guess by that description alone, I might say Bob's Big Boy. Uh, yeah, it's pretty big. That's a good one. Food subpar, though. Mm. Uh... You know, this one really dominated in the 90s, maybe even the 80s, uh, and was so popular that they even made a song about it, and white men can't jump. Oh. Um, Was it the... Mr. Snipes sings it. uh, Was it the the titular white man can't jump? The Pop restaurant? restaurant? Yes. <laughs> yeah, they tried to do a bubblegum shrimp kind of thing with it. <laughs> uh, Woody no. Harrelson ate there all the time. At Bubba Gump? Oh, no, at the pop-up. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> I think he was the only customer. Mm, yeah, he started it, only customer. Mm-hmm. It. No, the, as you'll remember, the iconic Mr. Snipe singing... We're going to Sizzler. We're going to Sizzler. <laughs> I'm talking ah. Sizzler, Ronald. Oh, yes. Speaking of snipes, <laughs> there is some embezzling, some financial fraud happening uh, with this particular chain uh, in recent events lately. Yes. Yeah, I said it in recent events lately. <laughs> I got words that come out of my mouth. They sound great. Well, that's just how recent it is. Not semi-recent, not in the not-too-distant past, but we're talking so recent that Mm. it happened recently. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So what happened was in Pennsylvania, across different cities, and you know what? I'm talking even a little tri-state area. We're getting a little Connecticut in there, some New Jersey. Uh, Mr. Lawson was his name, owned several of Sizzler franchises. He's known as the Sizzler King. Mr. Sizzler, they would call him. (laughs) And he would always correct them, say, no, no, Mr. is my dad. Call me Mr. Sizzler. (laughs) Yeah, any time that someone would call him by his foreign Mr. Lawson, no, 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 Mr. Sizzler to you, sir. Uh, but yeah, oh, he was not, a, he was a fantastic franchisee owner. Oh, treated his employees so good. Had 16 restaurants across the Northeast and even into a little bit of the Mideast and Southeast, not the Middle East, the Mideast. <laughs> the Mid-Atlantic, the... Mid-Atlantic, there we go. The Western, Eastern Seaboard. Western Eastern Seaboard. Uh The Northeastern Appalachians. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He, yes, was the king of all these territories. All the Sizzlers were his. And Mm -hmm. they were 
sizzling, were they not? Oh, yeah. Big business happening. He brought in the most of any franchisee owner. The big wigs at Sizzler headquarters threw him parties yearly for his birthday. Lavish events they were. Oh, they trucked in elephants from India, and he got to ride atop them like the king that he was. (laughs) I say was because he is no more. I fall from grace. One too many steak and lobster dishes. He insisted on sampling the restaurants that he owned daily. Breakfast, steak and lobster. Lunch, shrimp, shrimp, shrimp. (laughs) Not on the health, uh, the heart healthy menu at Sizzler. You know, even breakfast. uh, I don't think they're open for breakfast, but (laughs) he would go in before they were open and get a mega bacon burger. Mm -hmm. For dinner, of course, he would have buttered noodles oh you shaped like what like a steak (laughs) you know he's getting the ribeye 14 ounce the cilantro lime barramundi uh oh the steak and malibu chicken the steak and jumbo crispy shrimp the steak and grilled shrimp skewers oh he loved the steak mixed with something he was proud member of the combo nation Yes, and don't forget the desserts. Oh, yes. Oh, and what desserts did they have? Plenty. (laughs) I'm sure he liked to get some soft serve ice cream at some point. I think they have desserts. Couldn't tell you. Well, he, if they didn't officially, he started his own. Yeah, he brought a bag of gummy bears everywhere he went. (laughs) So if you're not going to serve me dessert, by damn it, I will. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, he's at, uh, his West Pennsylvania location where he lives sampling, you know, uh, you know, a a ribeye or something, something like that. Something not heart healthy. He clutches his chest. Down he goes. This is before the store opened. He's there by himself cooking the steak. Ambulance never comes. The opening cooks have to call the paramedics. When they find his lifeless corpse. Oh, you know, he was frying up some fries, too. So they had to pull him out of the deep fryer. He was a crispy boy. <laughs> yes, his face paralyzed in fear and anguish. Perfectly and, coated. Oh, yes. Fear, anguish, and bread crust. Breaded. <laughs> yep. They had to crack, uh, crack him out of the, the breading, out of the fried oil yeah security cameras caught him he's there making his steak clutches his heart head first into a big tub of flour (laughs) then does a dramatic spin (laughs) into some spices into some spices goes to grab the milk thinking that'll help his heart gets it all over his face and then yep slips on a banana peel head first right into the frying machine Yes, there is now a, well, you could almost call it a plaster cast, but is sort of just a, a bust of him that still lives on. Oh, yes, Mr. Lawson. Uh, Mr. Sisler. Um, so his wife, Mary Lawson, she is now inheritor of his estate. And... And estates? His estates, Yes. <laughs> 
But she has not uh, much interest in food restaurant franchises. She herself owns her own bedazzling business. And by that, I mean she has a bedazzling gun. And she attaches, affixes rhinestones to the denim jackets of her and her gal pals. And some of their husbands, too, if it's their birthday and they're in quick need of a gift. Yes, yeah, she Ron, her- where'd you get that jacket? It has your name and bright diamonds on the back. You know, you got it from Mary Lawson. Mm-hmm. The rhinestone cowboy, as she's known. <laughs> yeah. Across, you know, she comes in rhinestone boots, bedazzled back pockets of every pair of jeans that she owns, and uh, diamonds all around the collar of every collared shirt. And you know she wears the big, big collars from the 70s. Lots of real estate for bedazzled diamonds. Yes, and she wears a 10-gallon hat studded with, of course, rhinestones along the brim, up on top. Yeah, where do you think she keeps all her rhinestones? Inside that hat so she can bedazzle on the go. You in need of an emergency bedazzling? You know where to go. Call yes, her, rhin- her bedazzler gun, she has two of them. In holsters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she whips them out. <laughs> Your jacket bedazzled. Your eyeglasses bedazzled. <laughs> she also, of course, travels with a posse. Most of them hold uh, flashlights, other high-intensity light beams. Yeah, re- she trained a bunch of possums. <laughs> yeah. Not much else to do when you're done bedazzling. Except make little sweaters for the possums that live in your backyard. She has one for the mama and then a bunch of little ones for the babies. <laughs> so bright mossy. bright and sparkly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she keeps them on little leashes. And there's like 15 of them. And she has them all on their own leash. And she wears a belt right above her uh, bedazzling gun holsters. And they follow in tow everywhere she goes. Just And she just carries bananas with her. And she just bites off little pieces, tosses them behind her, and they munch it up. (laughs) So she loves bedazzling, but now she has a Sizzler franchise, or many franchises. Yeah. And she she, (laughs) she knew her husband, it was her husband's pride and joy. So she's trying her best to follow in his footsteps and make sure she's going to every single one, at least... You know, one a day for each meal. Of course, she orders a side salad every time, but that gets a bit tiresome breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you know? Yes, so she has upgraded now to a large salad. Not a side. (laughs) Large salad for breakfast, one big crouton for lunch. (laughs) And a tiny thimble of dressing for dinner. Just, (laughs) yeah. Uh, yeah, that's like the... After dinner drinks. <laughs> Paratif. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no dinner diet. That's what she's on. She saw the way that her husband lived and died, and she could not follow in those footsteps. But she has revamped the menu in a way. Yes, a lot of the same food is still there, but now the menu is very bedazzled. Oh, yes, the physical menus. <laughs> she has them all made of canvas now. And everything is, and they're huge. They're like, <laughs> you ever din- been to a science fair, Ronald? Oh, yes, I have come in second place on many. 
Wow. Well, congrats to you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, she went out and bought canvas pieces about the size of a science fair project board. <laughs> and those are the menus now. That's the only way she could get the, the fine print uh, to show up with the bedazzling. Oh, she bedazzles the letters. Yeah. <laughs> Everything bedazzled. Many customers and patrons are now complaining of getting becoming blind from having to read the menus. Yeah, she's in her older years. And... You know, it's hard to see in the dark when your eyes start to go. So she got brought in those halogen lights, floodlights, replaced all the lights in all the restaurants with these. <laughs> so it's extra bright when you walk in. Most customers, they, they hand you sunglasses <laughs> right when you walk in. So now they got, ex- they got a bigger rhinestone budget. They've got a bigger glass budget, glasses, sunglasses budget, and you know, the budget for the canvas menus. Oh, you know, it's all just going through the roof. But, of course, trouble is afoot of the highly bedazzled boot foot because the franchises are not doing so well financially. No. You know, they, they were doing very good up until uh, Mr. Sizzler's demise, and now they can't really tell. Like, they've got the same amount of patronage. You know, people actually really like the bright lights. <laughs> like moths to a flame. <laughs> yes, exactly. But there's just hemorrhaging money. I cannot figure out why. Until, yeah, you saw it on the news, I'm sure you did. She's getting carried away. <laughs> because her house got caught on fire, carried away by a fireman. Directly into the back of a police car. <laughs> she thought she could set her house on fire, claim that it was arson, and then run away, hoping that the police would just assume that she perished in the house fire. But no, she was embezzling. Yes, and she's claiming insanity, grief insanity. And the way she's trying to prove it is she's pointing to her tears, but upon closer inspection, those are just bedazzled diamonds. Ooh, I love hearing stories about sneaky criminals. Ooh, I love it so much. That's why I subscribed to this podcast, and I rated it five stars on Apple Podcasts. I like this so much that I went and I followed their Instagram at But That's a Pod. Oh, wow, what great treats there are there. Well, I got so excited, I emailed them my own headlines. I just sent it right over to But That's a Different Story at gmail.com or But That's a Pod on Twitter. I did both. I hope you do the same. And whatever you do, join them again next week for another episode of But That's a Different Story. <laughs>